millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How you doing, everyone? Welcome back to another video. Just before we get started, I just wanted to mention that if you're joining our Discord group, we'll be actually creating a people squad. So we're going to vote on uh, certain players and certain trades each week, and we're going to make a team uh, for everyone involved in that Discord group. So please join that Discord link in the description, um, and we'll get started from there. But today, in today's video, we're going to be going through a Q&A. So I've got a bunch of questions here. We're going to go through uh, those in, in, a, in a fair bit of detail and um, a little bit more than I would in, in just a opposed to uh, just texting there. So uh, we're going to start off. Our first one's going to be Marty Tapao or Jake Trebojevic is a, is a question I've got. So what you've got with Trob is someone that is 746K, priced at 56, and is a very consistent scorer. He had a fairly slow start compared to his average, was just under in the low 50s, and then had a bunch of games there where he, where he did really well to then have a, a leaner spot at the back end of the year. But he's someone that's only going to fluctuate within the sort of 50 to 80K range, up or down. And he's someone that you can lock in for, for the entire year, only missing those two games over Origin. Someone that plays those 80 minutes, so you're really guaranteeing him to get that 55 average. If you look at Marty, Marty Tapao, he's, he's slightly different at, at 665K, so pretty much 100K difference. Priced at 50, and, and his minutes are a little bit lower. So Marty, with him... He has a game last year you know, where he only had the eight minutes and then had a 39 off the interchange and then back to normal. So you can see that there's a, a slight bit of upside with another game on the interchange as well, whereas Trob, he had all games pretty much at 80 except for one at 70. So just based on that, he, he's slightly underpriced, you know, a few points underpriced just with those games, but there's a chance that he plays a couple extra minutes. There's also a decent chance that he doesn't. But if you're looking at these guys together, if you're just looking at a price-to-price, then, then Marty Tapao is going to be slightly better option for your team just given the fact that he shouldn't have a floor any lower than 50 but there's a chance he averages 55 for a five point upside but um that's my thoughts on that one guys next one i had was you know we've got tom trevojevic out for four weeks um who's going to be a good good option to change him to and, and there's going to be a few things that that come into play with this one if we if we actually go into that position in the wing fullbacks he's someone that's a it's obviously a gun, has been a gun in the past. 
And there's a chance that he was going to go back up into that status, into maybe a little bit closer to this range with him having a, you know, an average of close to 50 in his 80-minute games. But you've got a few options. You've got, let's go, you can go right to the tippy top in someone like Tedesco. That's obviously 400K extra. And that would be a really good option. He's someone that you want to keep in your team for the entire year because we're all going to want to try and bring Teddy in at some point in the year. Pong is obviously out. But then you've got this grouping here. Edwards is a decent option, but has is a little bit injury prone. He shouldn't have much upside from his 50 average, but he's someone that you could bring in. Someone like Brimson or Pappenhausen and Sheck, I feel, have a little bit of upside. Could possibly average somewhere closer to 55. Um, so they're a really cool option I think you could upgrade to. Um, and then from there... There's not too many in the in the middle position there around that 400 500k as you can see here. Gagai has a decent average if he, like a slightly better average closer to 45 if he plays in the centers, but Val Holmes a chance he plays on the wing. There's a chance uh, Latrell Mitchell you know goes better and averages around 40 or or just above that. Um, you can see here Trevojevic's you know his average from last year was 39 even with those games, but Around this price point, there's not too much. You've got someone like Staines, who's a little bit of a, a gamble. Same with Moses Mbai. We're not sure where he's going to play. Corey Allen has a little bit upside, but I don't see him as a keeper. To see what I mean, there's a few more questions in these sections where you know that these guys at the top are going to be your top-line guns. But it's just going to depend on what, who you've got in this position as well. If you're someone that's spent up a little bit already, you've got a Tedesco and maybe a Pappenhausen then I'd probably suggest spending this last spot where you would have had Trebojevic going back down to a cheapie that might be named uh, at the start of the season. So you've obviously got guys like Moylan, Tex Hoy, uh, Dane Laurie, these type of guys that might be a half-decent option in your side. Um, but yeah, that's that's my general thoughts, guys. And, and, and let me know what you think about that uh, going forward. You know, you've got Hoppawadi. These kind of guys are just under 400k that that aren't too much of a risk just because you're not giving a lot of, uh, putting a lot of capital into your team. But, you know, if, and if you've got someone, a couple of cheaper guys in here, then I'd suggest spending up a bit bigger. So they're, they're kind of the options that I'd want to uh, want to look at with Tommy Trob. Uh, we'll move on to the next one. So uh, have 600K spare for any player, who would you bring in? So let's just go to all positions. This is the easiest way to, to work this out. And we go down to, Go down to 600k and have a scroll from there. So let's just say from here, from Katoa uh, under that, we're going to scroll down. Someone like four and I wouldn't be thinking about. The first one I'm half interested in is someone like Adam Elliott. In his games where he's played big minutes, apart from injury, he's averaged over 50. So he's someone that has a little bit of upside. Garner spent some time on the interchange last year and it looks like he should be getting that starting spot now with Bloor out, but how long will that last? That's, that's going to be the question. You've got people like Bradman Best, who is going to be a keeper in the centres, but I wouldn't be wanting to spend too much money uh, for a gun centre right now, especially with a little bit of value in there with guys like Avarillo, Roberts, um, Jack Bird, these type of guys. Mitch Rain's a fairly decent option in the fact that if he gets close to 80 minutes, which might not happen with Tanner Boyd and these type of guys on the bench, but he's a decent option for you. There's a lot of guys that just are natural at scoring a 40 and, and won't do anything crazy for your squad. Dufty, Gray, and these type of guys who are pretty much at their at their peak. You've got someone like Tino who's a, who's a really cool option and probably has, I, I, my personal thoughts are about seven points upside. So this is how I look at it. If, if it's for any player in particular, I'd be just scrolling down here and, and shortlisting a bunch of guys that you think are going to be a really good option for your side. Someone like Ewan Aiken's going to be a good option in the centres. And you can go from there. And there's obviously a lot of guys in this in this sort of price range because that's, 
that's the range that's very normal scoring. Yeah, if you're playing eighty minutes as a as a as a back or a half, then then an average of about forty is is pretty standard. Um, you then have guys like Luke Brooks who who are going to be a decent option, average of forty, and and have previous score uh, previous year averages of just over fifty. Um, yeah, so they're really cool options. I th- I think someone like Brooks is going to be probably your best choice around that around that number, and then you come up right to the top and you know, guys like guys like Mitch Mitch Rain, um, and then the forwards. So yeah, you can tell that I'm going for guys that have a little bit of value in the forwards, hooker, um, and the half position there because they're a little bit more consistent than than the guys in in the wing, fullback, and the center. Next question is going to be: Do you think? Three to four hookers is good to start with. All right, so let's let's have a bit of a think. So we got, let's just say we're going to have a, a top-line hooker here. We have someone like a Braley, a Little, um, and then maybe a Connor Watson, which could, could start in the in the mid, but you have him on the bench here. So let's just pretend they're on the bench and you've selected some big dogs up in the, in the middle section. You've got three hookers on the bench, okay? They all cover that position. Let's just say Watson you've got as well, so you can cover the mid position. Great, you cover two positions. This is what we want to be thinking about. Can your bench cover one of your starting players if they get injured for one week or if they get suspended for one week? There's a bunch of options there that could happen to, to one of your main guys in, in the starting squad, and this is what you want to be thinking about. So you've got the three hookers there. You cover mid-hooker. You'd, you'd like to have someone covering one of your halves because you know if you've got someone like Brooks and he, he happens to get injured for a week, you still think he's got ups, upside, right? So you, know, you don't want to trade him out. And if you don't have a player on your bench that you could cover him with, then you're going to have to trade him out and you're just wasting trades and you probably want to bring him back in as well. Um, yeah, so you're looking to have a half, uh, an edge, a centre and a, and a wing fullback. So you've got four spots to cover there with five players. Okay, And a lot of, a lot of the time the, the value is going to be in, in those middle, uh, middle forwards that are coming off the bench and you know, they're priced very low but might get 30 minutes and close to 30 points for a 10-point or so upside. So I'd say you'd have a couple more mids and maybe an edge. Um, so just think about that. If you've got three hookers on, on, on your interchange, then make sure you have cover in the majority of the positions. It might end up being the fact that you only have, uh, you don't, might not have a, a position, sorry, a positional cover in the centers, for example, or a wing fullback, and you might just have to change one of those guys. But around, you know, in those cheaper positions there, there's going to be a bunch of options there. Um, yeah, so that, that's generally my thoughts around around the bench. But your hooking position is going to be one of your better money makers, which which we saw last year was was one of the best spots um, with guys like Abby Corusau, who who you could start with, who turned out to be top line keepers. So um, that's something something to think about. Those the hookers and mid range mid mid players are going to be the ones who are going to make you a bunch of money, and I think that they're really important to have on your bench as scorers, but also as the money maker. All right. Next one thing, next question we've got here is I don't think Cleary is a good option to start with. I feel like he's overpriced, so I'm going to be starting with Munster and Brooks. Yeah, sure, we can we can say that he's overpriced, but is he? Like, when you actually think about it, he averaged 73 for a reason, right? He averaged close to 70 last the year before that. He is one of the better players in the game, obviously the best player in fantasy right now. But he's the next best player scorer in the game sorry he's the best scorer in the game by eight points right now from 64.6 to 72.6 if you bring him in your team you have him as captain you're paying for what you get is he going to average less than that look there's a chance but 
He averaged 72.6 across the season. He's going to have some games where he scores 55 or 60, but he's going to have games where he scores 100. So with him and all the guns in general in your team, you're picking them for their scoring. You're not picking them to, to make money. If you, if you don't pick him up, and he could, average, he could average 100 over the first three games. He could have 300s in a row. He could have 110, a 19, a, you know, whatever. He could also have a couple of games of 60s. And yes, you might, he might lose 100K over that time and you can pick him up. But what if he doesn't? You know, it's the same with someone like Teddy. You bring Teddy in with an average of 63, he could go 30, 30, 30. And beautiful, you bring him, you bring him in at a, at a very cheap price. But he could also get 100 and 100 in the first two games. And, and then those coaches that didn't have him at the start are, are really on the back foot. So I, I don't see him as being a gamble. Obviously, it's a lot of points you have to get each week. And I completely understand that. But when he's, when he's a, the best fantasy player by eight points, then there's a really good chance that you should bring him in um, and start with him. And, and you can see he's owned by 33.5% of teams. And, and this, the majority of these are going to be teams that know what they're doing. So if you aren't starting with him and you're going to be captaining someone who's a 60-point average player, you're already 12 points behind the eight ball. Obviously, they have to play and have to score well, but that's what I think with someone like Cleary, uh, if you're going to be bringing him, in, bringing him into your team. And our last one, guys, is it stupid to start with gun, full, gun wing fullback? So basically, is, is it stupid to start with a lot of money down here in this bottom section. And I don't think it's stupid. What you want to be looking at in a team um, is where the value is. And so if there's a lot of value up top in the hookers, mids and edges that are going to score. So if you've got a 30 to 35 point player who's who, like from average last year who's going to be scoring closer to 50, then why not have a bunch of those players in? Obviously, we're not exactly sure. And you've got to, you've got to pick the right ones because we had issues last year, last year with the Jack Williams and Liam Knight, these type of guys that we thought were going to do well, but they didn't have much pedigree. You know, when you've got players like Watson who have a who have a little bit more uh, more game time or uh, who have played multiple games in that position and and know that they'll do well when they when they get the certain minutes, then that's a different story. But you know, we can see a few of the guys at the moment have played sort of two to three games in that position, and we're like, yeah, they're going to be amazing. Um, if we're talking like guys like Davy Ford, um, these types of players here, Gilbert when when he was not injured. Um, but if that's where the value is then I'd be selecting value in there. If there's no value or cheapies in the wing fullback position, then what are you going to do? You're going to put like a Bally Simonson and, and someone in your team. I don't think that's a very smart option. So it's probably it might be better to, to spend up a little bit, especially with Trebojevic out, then it might be smart upgrading him and having, even if you're having two, two like those mid-tier guns, like a, a Pappy and a RTS or a Dylan Edwards, these type of guys that are, are going to be more consistent in your team. Just think about, your mindset when you when when the season started. So you do all these trades, you know, change your team a million times beforehand. The season starts, you you one of your average sort of four hundred K wing fullbacks doesn't go that well. Let's think Corey Allen, for example, a Will Hopawade, these type of guys. They come in and they score a twenty first game, probably thinking about rage trading them already. You know, if they have two ga- two games in a row, one gets twenty, the next he gets twenty five, when his average is meant to be thirty to thirty five, and you're like, yeah, he's gonna make money and, and he hasn't then there's a great chance that you trade him out the next few weeks he gets 70 and, and you're hating fantasy and ready to delete the game. Um, so that's where these top-line wing fullbacks who are a little bit more consistent just are much easier for your brain to, to handle. And this is the reason why we, we like to select guns across the whole paddock as well. Because once I see, when, when the season starts, you're, you're really stressing when, when a player doesn't score well. And that's why someone like a Trebojevic, which we spoke about at the start, is, is so nice to have. You know, Tamalolo 
Cameron Smith always, you know, having him as, as rule one as captain was, was always great to have just because he knew that they were going to score well and, you know, they might have their, their low game of the season is a 48 or a 50 and, and you can cop that and, and go, yeah, that's fine because the next week they might score 75. So um, something really interesting to think about, you know, it's cool going, oh, yeah, I'll just pick all these mid, mid-tier guys and then if they have a couple of bad games, you just want to rage trade them and, and that doesn't work out for your team. So there you go, guys. That's, that's this video. Um, Please subscribe so you can see more videos and, and hit that like for the, uh, for the YouTube, YouTube algorithm. I really appreciate that, guys. And uh, I hope you enjoyed that one. We'll see you in the next one. See ya. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 